Hi, so welcome to our series, Agriculture Live. Um, so today we're joined by Mike and we're going to talk about the challenges of climate change on agriculture. So firstly, Mike, would you like to introduce yourself, tell people where you work, etc.? Yeah, um, I'm Mike Pantelli. Um, I work for Engage Crop Solutions. Um, apologies, I'm an accountant by training, but I've spent my last 25 years, 30 years in small tech companies. Um, Engage Crop Solutions, we're a plant nutrition and biostimulant company. Okay, fantastic. And so what does your company do in terms of, you know, the biostimulants, etc.? Um, well, we, we predominantly uh, sell in the UK and uh, Southern Europe. Um, we have probably about a portfolio of 20, 30 products, uh, but the main products are plant nutrition and biostimulants. So what you would call dual purpose products, they are nutritional products, but they also help with uh, some biological stress uh, situations. Um, our flagship product, which we're promoting, and we've got a couple of projects on the go right now, is called Aqualatus. Um, and it fits nicely in with our discussion because it's a water saving technology. And we've seen quite a bit of uptake in parts of the world that, where there's a lot of water stress. Okay, fantastic. So what makes you guys stand out from your competitors, would you say? Um, I, th I think it's the product range, um, but I think it's also a uh, focus on particular issues. Um, so as, as the company name is, we're a crop solutions based company. Um, we don't sell products just for the sake of it. There has to be a reason. Um, there has to be a return for the grower as well. Um, but in the last uh, 12 to 18 months, um, like I said before, we focus significantly on Aqualatus. Um, so we're We've got interest now from places like Central America, the Middle East and North Africa and other parts of Southern Africa. Fantastic. Good stuff. It's exciting times at your company, it, it sounds like. It is, yeah. Excellent. So today we're going to be talking about the challenges of climate change on agriculture. Yeah. So can you tell our viewers really about the effects of climate change currently? Yeah. Um, we all talk about agriculture and how it's going to change um we always forget that it's it's a key resource without food nobody lives um we've got a growing population whether it's in the far east or in europe um through migration or what have you um so we need to feed more people um how do we do this at the same time we need to do this more sustainably um, up until the last few years, some of the practices haven't been sustainable, um, but there's been a lot of uh, pressure to change that, to give something back to the land. We can't keep poisoning the land and, and hoping that's going to feed us in the future. Added to that, um, we've got all the climate change issues, and a lot of it is around uh, changing weather patterns patterns uh, and the impact of that so uh, you look at uh, crop crop yield changes um, mm. a lot of people focus on the crop yield reductions um, but there are uh, instances where for example there's extreme heat um, coming in say central uh, America and America where they grow a lot of corn um, this is starting to be a problem for corn growers in, in those regions of the world. The reverse of that, we're seeing more heat in Europe. So that yeah. makes it easy, easier to grow wheat. So yeah. the forecast is wheat yields are going to increase between now and 2030-35. So there's pluses and minuses. Um, and an area which is close to Engage's heart is water uh, 
scarcity, water mm. resources. Um, you look at the UK where you look at all our rain and you think that we wouldn't suffer from water scarcity, but we do in agriculture. Um, mm. Agriculture uses about 70% of our fresh water resources worldwide. Wow. Um, and there's a limited amount of fresh water and also the distribution isn't quite right. And because of the changes in temperature, you've got a lot of pests and diseases that are either coming, new ones that are coming, or, but also yeah. mig migratory as well. So okay. a lot going on for a farmer to deal with. Yeah, I was going to say to you, you know, do you think that um, agriculture gets like most of the rap in terms of uh, climate change or do you think it's well justified? What are your thoughts? Um I don't think it's right. In part, parts, I, I see where you're coming from. In parts, um, it's well justified because of practices in the past. Um, mm. But like every industry, you evolve. Um, and you evolve uh, not only from your supply base, but you evolve with your customer base. Um, like I said before, you can't keep applying stuff that kills the land. You can't mm. keep applying stuff that's not sustainable. You can't keep uh, sending bottles all over the world that, aren't recyclable and boxes. All these things are changing. Supply chain uh, specialists now are looking at how environmentally friendly you can make supply chains. Yeah. Um, bringing, uh, bringing product in from overseas, is it environmentally friendly or not? Um, I also think that farmers in particular um, are under a lot of pressure and a lot of it is not of their doing. Um, mm. some, of it, some of it is climate. Um, but also some of it um, is policy, governmental policy, or even some, you know, commercial policies don't help our farmers. Um, in the UK, on average, we grow 60-70% of what we require to feed the population of the UK. That varies depending on crops. On cereal crops, we, we, we supply most of it. On uh, horticultural crops, we don't. Yeah. Um, can we help our farmers do better? Yes, we can. Uh, can they use sustainable growing practices? Yes, they can. Have they got the financing or the financial infrastructure to help them do that? That's very immature. That needs to be looked at. Examples are you've got greenhouses now, glasshouses, that from an edgy perspective are self-sustainable. Uh, why aren't we growing more product uh, under glass a greenhouse where we can you know like the dutch um yeah. a lot of a lot of that is finance and, and willingness to do that so there's a lot of things that go on within the agricultural world that can be improved um and it's not all just down to the industry itself what do you think are the main policies that are damaging to farmers um, I think it's the absence of policies. I think mm. it's the absence of a, a clear strategy to, to help them grow uh, crops, but also help them grow in a sustainable manner. Um, I, think, I think it's financing, but I think it's also, especially for UK fine, uh, farmers, it's also the ability to compete on equal grounds. Uh, for example, if you look at the horticulture industry in the last, maybe 12 to 18 months um they've been hammered through cost increases whether mm. especially around energy prices so you mm. can imagine that effect it has you know we, we've heard some growers have stopped growing particular crops others to be fair have expanded because they found ways around it um but also we don't help our growers in terms of competition we bring crops from overseas where we can actually grow crops in the uk that's just an mm. example 
So why don't you think that we grow more crops in the UK? What do you think the reasoning behind it is? Um, some some of it is obviously weather. Um, and, and now we're growing crops in the UK that we never used to do. I mean, if you look at the southern part of the UK, they're growing a lot of uh, grapes for wine. That was mm. unheard of 10, 15 years mm. ago. And now some of it's been it even rivals some of the French wines, which is brilliant. Um, but you, you look at, say, some of our crops, say, like uh, fruit and veg, which is um, it's high in its cost base. Uh, and farmers have found that a struggle this year in the last mm. 18 months, mainly due to energy prices. Mm. How can we help them with that? Will that carry on? Um, is the government helping them? from a financial point of view? Are there grants to build massive greenhouses, sustainable greenhouses? Um, are there grants to help um, you know, um, circular economy? All these things need to be looked at, you know, and, and a, a lot of- Because they were willing to do a lot with regards to renewables, but like you say, it's, yeah. it's it needs it in more places, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and some of people always say, oh, we grow sustainably, we need to do more organic grow, growing. Yes, we do. But it's not just the, it's not a single answer. Um, agriculture is such a complex beast. You need multiple solutions to solve the problem. Um, organic is brilliant because it's, in theory, it's it's healthier than inorganic growing, um, but then it's got supply issues. It doesn't last as long. You can't ship it. You can't keep it on the shelf as long. So then it causes waste issues. So th there's pluses and minuses to everything. And but then food I, waste is obviously a big thing in terms of climate change, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, and uh, food waste in terms of uh, planning of supply chains. If you don't plan... Um, your supply chains properly you either don't make enough food at the right time or you mm. make too much and if you make too much what happens to it you know you, there mm. are instances where growers just plow it back into the field mm. because they've got too much produce for the market and that's just it in terms of a society it's criminal mm. uh, we shouldn't be allowing things like that to happen um there must Especially be ways when people are hungry and so on mike yeah exactly right or people can't afford to buy you know but there's people in our society and here we are in in a modern society and we're looking at some some of a population they can't afford to buy fruit and veg mm. and then uh, the other side of the coin there's growers that get rid of it because mm. they can't afford to take it to market and it's just it's crazy um there's a lot of don't get me wrong there's a lot of good work that's been done um, in terms of new crops and new methodologies, um, get finding ways around banned pesticides. So a lot of pesticides have been banned. So mm. growers are trying to find ways around it. Um, substrates, certain substrates have been banned, like peat. Um, there's a lot of pressure to stop using peat in agriculture. Well, that's been brought on without really having a substitute in place. Mm. So people are trying to find their way around it to carry on with the with the good work that the growers are do, you know doing. So there's a lot of positives, but also a lot more can be done. Yes, I agree. So what do you think about you know um, farmers themselves, the the general farmer? You know what can they do on their farms to help with climate change? Would you say? Um, I think, well, again, farming is is varied. So if I if I take livestock, yeah. um, they 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 are struggling because mm. um, if we're um, we're predominantly a meat eating 
population, and we still are, although that's changing. Uh, what can they currently do to make things more efficient? There's there's quite a few technologies that help them uh, manage their cattle more sustainably, uh, both in terms of food, but also in the cattle's health. Um, those technologies are out there right now. Um, and some of them are UK technologies. So, you know, again, promoting uh, UK innovation. Um, in terms of um, cereal crops, uh, a lot of them are start. a lot of the growers are starting to look at ways of uh, applying products that are sustainable, that aren't harmful to the environment. Mm -hmm. At the same time, they're having to cope with um, banning of pesticides. So, for example, uh, oilseed rape, we grow a lot of good quality oilseed rape in the UK, but because um, of the prevalence of cabbage stem field flea beetle, um, a lot of them have stopped growing it because the, mm. the beetles actually decimate the crop. Are there alternatives to help them tackle that particular problem and in a sustainable way? There probably is, there is. Um, so that's another example. The horticultural boys, the fruit and uh, soft fruit, top fruit. Um, again, they're doing a lot in terms of sustainable growing. They could do yeah. a lot, um, but a lot of their challenges are really market forces. If the market forces were more in their favor, they'd be able to do a lot more sustainably. Because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, a farmer has to make money. And if, if he or she makes money, right, commercially successful, then they can invest more money into sustainable growth. You need that first before sustainability actually is beneficial to the grower. Definitely. So what do you think are the biggest issues and challenges, you know, going forward in agriculture other than climate change at the minute? Um, well, in the UK, it's, it's a particular um, issue around there's a labour force issue. Um, yeah. We haven't got enough people. I mean, in my day, I remember as a student going in the fields and working. I don't know if people do that anymore. Um, you, you've got a, a big section of the of the population, so between May and September, October, that aren't working. Well, why can't we use that? That and that's a key growing season. Why yeah. can't we get students out there? Um, we've restricted people coming into the country. Uh, that's in the horticultural side of it. Uh, on the cereal side of it, there's. Um, there's seed supply, there's particular seeds uh, that have been grown in, in terms of uh, managing the crop against pests and biological uh, pressures. We, could, they can help, we can help them with that. Um, there's a lot going on. If you, look at, if you keep looking at the negatives of climate change, it's just a black hole. If you look at it as a challenge and an opportunity, and there's never one answer to this. There's always multiple answers, right? If you look at it as an opportunity, then it, growers and uh, importers and uh, people like us that supply inputs, there's all always a, a positive, a way of making mm. things better. You just have to apply it and, and have the will to do it. The thing is, it's like anything, you know, we have to adapt to change, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um, and, you know, there are negatives, you know, um, there can be job losses. Yeah. Um, you know, challenges for everyone. But then the positives is obviously these these emerging new green sectors. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, people that are entrepreneurial and can, you know, find these great new products or services that could yeah. help move us forward. It's just whether yeah. we're doing it quick enough, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so, you, 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 you look at you look at vertical farming. Um, again, that's part of the solution. You know, can it be developed to 
a size where it could be, you know, mass production, that's probably their challenge. Um, if you look at people like Dyson with Dyson Farms, he's invested a lot of money. I know they've 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 had to go through go through a, a growing phase, a, a you know, get to know the industry type phase, but he's invested a lot of money again in in a state of the art technology. We need more of that, especially in the UK. Mm. Uh, but broader afield, um, it's always going to be a small world. Um, it's always going to be a case where we need to import food, whether it's, you know, from, from Latin America or Africa or Europe and vice versa. We, although it's not publicized a lot, we export a lot of food, right? There's a, a lot of uh, areas in agriculture where we do export, whether it's technology, whether it's uh, imports, whether it's cattle, whether it's crop, mm. whether it's seeds, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in our travels and our experience, you go to parts of the world where they're still growing in an old-fashioned way, in a non-sustainable way. Mm. Um, and you can see that cr people are crying out for help. They're crying out for technical assistance. Um, and that's been our experience in, in certain parts. Of the and, that's, well. and that's sad, you know, some of these developing countries, you know, where yes. they haven't got the technologies and stuff and they're being hit by climate change and they yeah. can't actually make the money that they used to because of the changes that have happened yeah. you know which you know as a, an industry we need to help don't we really going forward we do we do and again I, i'm we're talking from personal experience or company experience so we visited parts of latin america where you can see and again this is because we're in this this part of the industry. Um, we visited parts of Latin America where they have water stress, significant mm. water stress. Um, and I'm a, like I said, I'm a commercial guy, but we go in, in teams uh, where we take the technical team out there. But even to my untrained eye, you can see the crops are suffering through mm. water stress. So the growers are accepting of technologies. They're accepting of new things to help them grow their crops. Um, in a sustainable way, but also get as much out of their trees, out of their their, their bushes or their plants mm. uh, as they can. And especially now, a lot of them are looking beyond the home markets. They're looking to export. And if they're looking to export, they have to abide by UK regulations or European regulations or American regulations, which is a higher standard. So they have to grow things of quality. So when we go and visit them, is visit them, they're like sponges. They want to know, they want to see, they want to try, and it's amazing. Uh, the willingness is there. We, we as sort of more developed countries, if you if you want to say that, um, need to help them. Need to mm. go out there because by helping them, selfishly, we're helping ourselves. Mm. So yeah. Definitely. Well, you know, it's a really, really interesting subject to yeah. talk about. And I think, you know, there's so many elements, different farms to consider, different, you know, areas within climate change, etc. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been really interesting to, to hear your thoughts yeah. and talk with you today. So thank you so much for giving us, you know, your time. Thank so you for the opportunity. I thank you. Yeah. want to thank everybody who's obviously watched our chat today. Um, if you have got an interesting topic in agriculture that you'd like to talk about um, and join me on this series please get in contact with me via agricultural recruitment specialist which is www.agri-rs.com um, and next Monday at 10 o'clock I'll be speaking with Mark Scott from Savills who will be joining us where we'll be talking about 
working in the agricultural sector, which I'm really looking forward to. But thanks again, Mike. No, Some it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Companies got there, and um, yeah, thanks for your thoughts. Yeah, I noticed there's some questions coming through. So if people want to email me later or email you to contact me, I'm quite definitely that would be great. Thanks, Mike. Okay. All right, no problem. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye.